I'm Marissa. And I'm Chandra. And this is Holy Holy Happy. Well, we're on episode five, and today we decided we'd talk about something near and dear to our hearts. Oh, yes. And it's gonna, we're gonna talk about intensity because, and there's probably a better word for this, but I don't, I don't know what it is. Intensity kind of being one of the qualities we share, and one of the qualities that I feel like people who have struggled with mental illness tend to share as well. So I would think this might be a familiar issue to many of you out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So intensity. <laughs> intensity. Intensity as a personality trait, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's a good way to say it. I think it's definitely part of it. Well, I'll, I'll just start off by saying I guess I notice it in myself a lot when I think about um how much of a struggle being social is for me and it always has been um but looking at the way it's kind of changed over the years makes me kind of really recognize that it's it's not that I was shy as a kid Mm -hmm. it's more I don't know where to start with people (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I don't like that part generally speaking. So as an adult, I, I am socially, I wouldn't say anxious, but I am maybe socially cautious because I don't want to give too much without knowing how much I'm going to get in return, if that makes any sense. Because mm-hmm. I think there have been a lot of times where I've been, I think, oh, okay, so I have a new friend. Now we're going to do everything together. And I'm going <laughs> to tell them all this stuff. And then they're like, oh. And then you don't hear from them again. And I've spent all this time and energy into this new friendship or whatever that I thought I had. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have it because it, and it feels so to me, it feels like I was too much for them. And that yeah. has kind of been a theme throughout my life. Um, yeah. I don't know. Have you gone through the same thing? Yeah. I feel like I feel like what you're saying is like you invest emotionally like really early on and maybe other people aren't really that comfortable with that because I feel like I definitely have that mm-hmm. issue. I feel like a lot of times mine comes out in like saying things that are maybe not, I don't want to call them inappropriate for the moment, but maybe inappropriate for the relationship. Like I know we talked about earlier um, before we started recording about oversharing. Right. And I definitely think I have a problem with that. And I don't know if it's because I really, um, crave connection with people or i like want to be understood maybe that's a good point i don't know but sometimes it's just because 
I just can't stop talking and crap just comes out of my mouth. And then I'm like, oh my God, why, why did I say that? And I'm sure everyone has those moments, whether or not they have ADHD. But for me, I feel like it happens much too often to be coincidental (laughs) at this point. Um, And like, I think that I didn't really notice it when I was younger But now that I'm an adult Mm -hmm. and I've, you know, you've had so many more relationships to hold yourself up to, I guess, or you know so many more people to hold yourself up to and compare yourself to. And you're like, other people don't seem to be, you know, sharing these intimate (laughs) details uh, right away. Maybe this is not a thing I should be doing, you know, and... Yeah, I think that is a little much for for some people. Yeah, I I think so. I think I like what you said about maybe part of it is because that desire for connection and to be Mm -hmm. understood. I think that is a huge part of it for whatever reason. Um, Yeah. And I guess it's because I don't, I guess it's not that I don't value relationships that don't Mm -hmm. go, don't have depth exactly, but... Well, I think it's because I don't value relationships that don't have depth, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, like, small talk is very challenging for me because I don't care for right. a lot of it. I don't feel like I know what to say most of the time. And it just, mm-hmm. it feels so, like, I have to fake awkward. my words. Yes, <laughs> it's awkward. And I feel like I'm faking my way through it because I am. Mm-hmm. And I... I am really curious about if it, if that's just natural for other people because it feels so right. weird to me. Like, hey, how are you? What do you do? Oh, lovely. And you're just like, I'm good. Yes. And then you're like, I'm not good. Everything yeah. sucks and I want to tell you right now, but you don't care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was a, definitely a time in my life where I was um, – I would – answer honestly about those things somebody like oh right. how are you and then I stopped doing that because I was I thought you know I think this is just it's nice to be honest right. and all but maybe there's something to just saying I'm fine <laughs> right I know it's you got to be able to <laughs> play to the situation which is not always no. the easiest thing to do yeah. and I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't say like I'm honest to a fault, but I mm-hmm. guess I, I am, and I have a hard time if someone wants to get to know me a little bit. I have a hard time mm-hmm. not just being like, well, here it all is. Do you still right. want to do this? <laughs> uh, would you like to hear about my childhood trauma <laughs> today or tomorrow? Because it'll, it needs to happen soon. Right. It'll come up pretty, you know shortly so let's just make a timeline of when just yes let's put it out there (laughs) (laughs) but I guess I feel like that's that's probably I mean that's when I've formed my most valuable relationships is through Mm -hmm. that really intense sharing of whatever yeah finding another person who is also (laughs) that way and that's the interesting thing when I look at my closest friendships and relationships it's always we all have that quality in common is people tend Mm -hmm. to get deep pretty quickly and then they stay there so 
It's right. not like you and I always just pick up wherever we left off mm-hmm. last time or whatever's going on. And I, however, I, we've had a very long friendship, so that's probably <laughs> maybe more due to that. I don't know. But I have other friendships like that too where you can open Mm -hmm. up with like well you know I'm really depressed and this is what's going on in my life instead of being like well let's beat around the bush and talk about the kids Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah um I don't know does that mean we're I'm really (laughs) self-involved I don't know I'm not a good person to ask that question (laughs) to that's always my worry but see then I think about you and I don't think you are so then well, that's good. I don't think you are either. I feel like so. you, but you and I have very balanced conversations. Mm-hmm. And we have a balanced relationship. There's a pretty, like, even give and take, I think. Yeah. And that's really important because some, but I do worry that some, <laughs> I, I definitely have um, anxiety about if I'm bogarting conversations. Yeah. And I think it's because I'm super aware that sometimes <laughs> I get on tangents mm-hmm. and I cannot stop. <laughs> and then people are looking at me with those eyes, you know what I mean? Like the crazy eyes, yeah. like this person's crazy. I'm going to step away very slowly yeah. right now. <laughs> but so then like, I'm always concerned, like, did I, did I talk too much? Did I say, did I say the, say all the things and I shouldn't have said all the things? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I don't ever know. I, I know. I don't ever know either. I think that's why um, a lot of the time now, if, the, if there's like an opportunity to make new friends, I don't do it because <laughs> I just <laughs> trying to figure those things out is tough. And unless I'm forced mm-hmm. into the situation, for the most part, I don't feel like doing it because it's right. been such difficult territory to travel, you know? Right. Yeah. And you end up with like a lot know. of... I don't know. I have. I've ended up with like a lot of heartache over lost friendships and things Mm. that I feel like I contributed to a lot just because I was too much for somebody else. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So. No, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. I think that too. And I think also part of it though is being aware of that intensity makes it hard to not feel like those things are your fault yeah like oh like thinking that you were too much maybe you were not but because it's a thing that you're very sensitive about and you're aware of makes it really hard to take a step back and see it as maybe there was other issues but yeah i think i'm sure that that is a good possibility i think so i think a lot of people who only kind of know me would find oh boy my computer just <laughs> okay never mind <laughs> it's fine <laughs> well, I think a lot of people who, who kind of know me or were like acquaintances would find this me saying that I feel like I'm too much and an oversharer and all this to be mm-hmm. really far away from how they know me and mm-hmm. so but that's because over the years I've gone the opposite direction where like I'm I'm pretty closed off for quite a mm-hmm. while in a relationship now even though that's not how I like it to be but yeah. unless I feel a really quick connection and somebody is open to 
intensity from the beginning, then I don't, I don't do it. And so that just means most of the time I'm not talking. And I've had people pointing out to me before, like, oh, well, Marissa, why don't you say something? And most of the time I hate, I hate that because make it worse. It puts me on the spot. Number one. Number two, the reason I'm not saying anything is because I feel like I don't have anything to say at this point. Or my voice would not necessarily be welcome in this conversation as it stands right now. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I don't know. That's, it's a tough, kind of a tough balance. I don't, I can't remember. You weren't really, everybody looked at me as shy as a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. I don't remember you being shy at all, though. I I feel like I was really shy when we were younger. Mm-hmm. But when I was, if I was with all of you, you guys were, okay, so um, background. <laughs> yeah, I guess. We're from a group of, I can't just say that without mentioning. No. We're from a, we met in kindergarten, right? So, and we have a group of friends. Are there, how many of us are there? Mm. seven yeah or was it it was seven but at six i don't remember yeah um it's six or between six to eight people (laughs) who can't even remember right now um anyways we were all really close and i think whenever i was with all of you guys it was very made me feel very emboldened yeah you know it was like you were my safe people yeah that's true um if i would have been by myself Mm -hmm. In a lot of situations, I probably would have been extremely shy. Like, I know, um, like, if it was I was with my family and going places, I was not about to talk to people. Okay. You know? Unless I had a person with me who was, like, my a safe person yeah. for me, I could not. Which is weird, maybe, to think about now, mm-hmm. uh, looking back. And I'm definitely not like that anymore. I mean, I have my moments, yeah. definitely. But... Um, yeah, so it would, depending on the situation, I guess, sometimes shy, sometimes I guess not, that's a hard, it is a hard thing to measure for us based on our history, just because mm-hmm. we, we also went to a very small school, so we knew every mm-hmm. single kid we went to school with, basically, right. from, you know, kindergarten or at least elementary school on. Yeah. And so there was... Not sure if that was great. I don't know either, but there was a very big level of familiarity with everyone. So I mm-hmm. guess amongst our peers, we probably weren't really shy. Right. But I... Yeah, very true. Yeah. I guess I definitely was marked as that. And I think mm-hmm. I was to an extent for a while. And then later... It, on it just became more like well i just don't have any valuable things to add right now so i'm just Mm -hmm. not gonna talk right Um, yeah i don't know and i think too part of it was you're you're just quieter and i am like so loud sometimes (laughs) and i'm and i'm pretty sure it's obnoxious a lot i don't remember it being obnoxious I feel like I just like get very loud when we're together. I don't think sometimes you do anymore. I definitely remember it when well, we were younger, good. but we were all really loud then. So who knows? <laughs> true. True. <laughs> oh, but yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I think that this plays out in a lot of different ways. Definitely does this intensity. But I do agree. I think a lot of people probably feel that way. Yeah. And I don't know if if 
sometimes I think also for me, um, the intensity plays out in close relationships mm-hmm. too, because I'm, I feel not afraid to be myself. Yeah. And then sometimes that like ends up backfiring on me. <laughs> like people are like, Hey, I'm close to you. So I'm going to let you know right now that I don't appreciate <laughs> this over the top. Can't stop repeating yourself going on and on. <laughs> about whatever subject you are completely head over heels um, in love with researching right now, but yeah. like you've got to stop. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate myself. I'm the worst person Aww. ever. You know, yeah, like I, know. I, I, I'm not even like paying attention to social cues. People don't want to hear this, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I can definitely relate there, except I think I'm... I guess on a daily basis, I am so, I've come to the realization more recently, I think, um, than anything is that I, I live a lot of my life inside of my head. And while, yes, I think that is totally common for pretty much every human being, Mm -hmm. we're talking like, I'm really in there. So (laughs) when I will say something, I I can't even remember what we were talking about, and it would probably really help if I did say something. Oh, well, any, oh, okay. So I wrote, I wrote, like, uh, I write on Medium. Well, I mean, I've, I've written on Medium. I won't say write actively because there's only <laughs> right, two right. things on there. Um, but anyway, I wrote a thing on there just about um, what happened after I gave birth. And it, it wasn't a great experience. But anyway, my husband read it. When he, he brought it mm-hmm. to me, he was like, I didn't know you went, like, that that happened or that that was that bad then. Oh, wow. so I didn't. You I didn't did, tell him. I, I didn't. And the thing was, it wasn't like I was hiding it. I just didn't yeah. even, it didn't even occur to me to say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, you should have said something. Like, that was, you shouldn't have had Aww. to feel like that. And, you yeah. know, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Which made me, it well, made me sweet, feel though. good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try. I've been making a, a concerted effort to try and not live so much in my head alone, mm-hmm. I think. Because. That's a good, that's a good idea. And I think maybe part of that part of my intensity is when I do feel comfortable with somebody because I keep everything inside so often on the daily Mm -hmm. basis that when I do decide like okay I feel comfortable let's talk it's really intense Mm -hmm. because it's all just been in my head for so long and so now now I'm gonna let it all out all at one time (laughs) I know um yeah I don't know I get that I know sometimes I feel like I shouldn't talk to people because like in my head I am like very existential and mm-hmm. I'm like staying, you know, like staying awake at night like what's the meaning yeah. of this? Yeah. And then I'm like, do not tell anyone right. about these things. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You need to keep this to yourself. Yeah. There's just so many thoughts I have in there that I feel like these are not open for public consumption. I don't think things are good to come out. So then a lot of it just doesn't forever and ever. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I just forget what I don't tell people or I forget that nobody knows what's going on inside of my head. Do you? And I think that's part, that's why I repeat myself a lot. I think because that, you know, you talk so much to yourself. 
you don't know if you already said it to them or if it just feels like I always assume like I was just talking to myself (laughs) when that when I heard that before so I probably didn't tell anyone and everyone's like you told me five (laughs) times I want you to stop telling me now yeah I'm I'm sorry I thought I told myself five times I didn't know I said it to you (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, that's kind of so like right now something I've been had in my head but but actively let come out like on purpose Mm -hmm. pretty quickly after it happened was that (sighs) I got my hair cut on Saturday and I don't like it okay and it was like I here's the thing I I think the place (laughs) I went girl was is Mm -hmm. really good at what she does I will I will say that I I it was not anything she did that made me not like Mm -hmm. my hair it was just I backstory is my hair has been short most of for a long time a lot of years I haven't had long hair for Mm -hmm. a very long time now I uh grew it out pretty darn long and I got it cut and it just (laughs) it just doesn't look the same and like instead of just being like usually I've had bad haircuts before this is not a bad Mm -hmm. one it just is not what I expected and I'm having a very mm-hmm. difficult time with that. And typically I would be like, it's fine. It's hair. It'll grow back. I'll just put it up for mm-hmm. the next six months and deal <laughs> until it gets back to where I want it to be. But this time I felt like I was going to cry. Oh, Even no. still like the next day when I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll do it myself. And I'll, it'll, it'll just be, it'll just be the same. And it was not. Like you, like you were going to cut it yourself? No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, where is this story headed? I have what done this happened? before, but uh, right. no, no, I just okay. meant like I would wash and style it myself because you know, it doesn't okay. ever look the same as when they do it in the salon. Right. And I did, and I still felt like crying and I still kind mm-hmm. of do. And I, instead of just keeping that in, I, I let it out, even though, fine, if this is not a super intense subject here, but it's just an example right. of I would just go soldier through it and be mm-hmm. sad about my hair for a while <laughs> alone. Right. But I told a few people, so that's something. Well, I am sorry to hear about your hair because <gasps> I totally understand. Um, side note, yes. I have a really, <laughs> like, my hairdresser calls it a wolf neck. What? Like, oh. My hairline is very low. <laughs> And I got sick of it, Uh-oh. like, um, a few months ago. Oh, and I was no. like, I'm shaving it <laughs> oh, off. No. And I shaved my neck. And then I was like, this, you did it horribly. <laughs> Derek came home and he was like, why did you do that without me? And I was like, I thought I could do it. <laughs> and I couldn't. And so now I've been having to grow it out because I did oh, it good. unevenly and, like, way too much. So now I only can wear my hair down <laughs> and I freaking hate it. <laughs> so annoying. That's terrible. I'm sorry. So, Yeah. You're welcome for those hair stories. Hair guys. stories. I'm. We have more of those. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I remember you had green hair, <laughs> not on purpose, right? <laughs> not on purpose in middle school, which but is the best time for that. It is an excellent time for that. <laughs> you made me think of something though yes. that I don't know why I didn't think of when um, before about the intensity is is crying oh i have a really hard time with crying and (laughs) at moments when i feel like i i should not be crying i'll give you an example yes Mm, um one of my kids teachers mother-in-law 
passed away recently. And when she was telling, talking to me about it, which she was talking to me about it because she knows I, um, took care of my grandma, Mm -hmm. you know, before she died and stuff. And so we kind of have like a bond over it and whatever. And she's telling me about her (laughs) stuff, her situation, and she's upset. And I'm like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to be like bawling in two (laughs) seconds. And I'm like, this is, I, it makes me feel selfish because I'm like, this is not about (laughs) you. when that happens. You don't, you don't even know (laughs) the person who passed away, but and it happens to me like very often and it is embarrassing sometimes. Like I remember um, when I worked for Red Bull and so we're, I'm talking like 21, 22 years old. Yeah. One of the girls was telling me th- about her boyfriend and she was like telling me that she thought like he was the one and they were going to get engaged and it was very sweet. And I was like, I could feel myself <laughs> tearing up. Mind you, she is not crying. But I'm like tearing up and she's like, are you going to cry? And I was like mortified. Nope. I'm like, it's just so sweet. I'm so sorry. I don't I don't know. And like, this is just a thing that happens to me in my life. And so now, you know, I'm always like, don't, don't do it. Yeah. If somebody catches me on the wrong day. I cried the first day I toured my kids' school oh. yeah, in front of people I didn't know. Oh, it was no. awful. I, I was like, I'm sorry. I don't I don't know why this is happening right now. And then I'm like, they're never going to let us in. They're never going <laughs> to accept us. Well, Whew. I mean. They did, by the way, but still. I cried when I got <laughs> mail for my child who was three years old. Oh. The first piece oh. of mail titled, <laughs> To the Parents Of. Aww. I didn't even open it. That's what I cried when I saw that. It's like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> He's going to preschool. This is not that big of a deal, but that's there cute. it is. But you know, I I think that's I have worked so hard. Well, I don't know. It's uh, somewhere along the lines. I got the message: crying was not okay. Yes, and I definitely. really at heart could cry over about just about anything and when i'm alone i do but i Mm -hmm. shut it down really quickly and uh almost am like probably come off as heartless sometimes (laughs) because like if i go see a movie with somebody else and they're crying Mm -hmm. at the movie you can almost be 100 percent sure i am not unless it is someone i am very close to Mm-hmm. And even then, sometimes I, I won't do it. But, like, it is... Well, I would like you to teach me this trick. Because <laughs> I don't know. It. I don't know how I do it exactly. And for some reason, it makes me think of how I... Intense emotion is also... I mean, that's obviously a big thing for us. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes it's really misplaced, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're saying, maybe... Maybe that's a better word than inappropriate. It's misplaced emotion or something. Yeah, but like, that makes sense. I, when I'm uncomfortable, is sometimes, even when things are, something is like really awful, really terrible mm-hmm. thing, I will laugh. And I. Oh, yeah. I know people I who do that. I am really. It's hard. Aware. I am very aware that I am doing it when I am doing it. And. Yeah. It. I usually am okay and and don't and can manage to not do it or like make mm-hmm. it stop before it's really noticeable. <laughs> but 
there have been like recently i don't even remember what was happening but it happened Mm -hmm. recently and i was just like why am i laughing you need to stop laughing because this is absolutely not funny right now why am i laughing that's horrible it's so terrible i hate that because then i feel like a jerk and just terrible right. because something because they don't know when your head what's going on in your no. head. No, I mean I'll, I the one example I can't think of is like uh, my <laughs> child <laughs> when mm-hmm. he gets really upset about something or like is beyond consoling and just having a mm-hmm. full on meltdown. I will try to manage it, but then I end up laughing and I don't want to laugh. Oh, and gosh. it's mostly because I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. You're frustrated. And Mm -hmm. the situation is intense and I'm, and he's feeling very intense things and I don't know what to Mm -hmm. do about it. And then I laugh and it really like, I turn around usually and try and collect myself. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But that is, that is the other side of that. Like I cry, I cry, I will cry when I'm really angry, which is also Mm -hmm. extremely frustrating or when I'm embarrassed or... (sighs) Yeah. Like, I can remember getting called in not to necessarily be reprimanded at work before, but, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was a performance issue. Anyway, (laughs) I (laughs) was really close to crying, and I knew they could tell, and it wasn't because Mm -hmm. I was, like, sad. I was so mad. And I hate yeah. it because I feel like I cannot adequately convey to you how angry I am right now because I right. am crying. And that is making right. me angrier. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I feel like just plain old anger without this crying nonsense would be a lot more mm-hmm. effective. <laughs> right. But because then I can't talk, which is also right. not helpful at all. Because then they don't think. Yep. They're not assuming that that's anger. Yep. They're assuming that you're just upset. Sad. Yeah. Right. It's just not, it's one of those annoying things. Yeah. I don't know. Totally get that. So, I, I mean, and how to change this stuff, I don't uh, know. We are still working Obviously, on Obviously, we've ha- have some techniques that have not actually been helpful. Yeah. So, there's that. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I tell you what, part of me has um, decided to lean into it a little bit i know i talk to like my husband about it Mm -hmm. sometimes and he's like you know it's just who you are and i think that you just have to recognize that you feel things very intensely and and you're upset because Mm -hmm. someone you care about is going through something or whether it's happy or sad or whatever it doesn't seem to matter but you get to feel that along with them and maybe you should just look at it as a blessing so i feel like that's made it a lot easier yeah, and you know, I... Some parts, not not all the parts, but... <laughs> yeah. Some parts. Don't lead into the laughing inappropriately thing. <laughs> don't, don't do that one. Don't laugh. Nobody under things. Nobody will see that and think that you might be feeling something else. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't do that one. That's hard. <laughs> that one's hard. Yeah, it's so. real hard. It's a real hard one. Um, I think meditation helps. Yeah. And I think... Yeah mindfulness i think just awareness yeah uh, awareness of it uh, knowing like helps a lot being able i i've definitely been in a spot lately where i can at least instead of just having feelings 
mm-hmm. I actually will like think in my head, oh, I'm feeling this way, which sounds really yeah. stupid. But for some no, reason, to- it does not. I think that that's excellent. For some reason, saying that to myself is like, okay, somehow that makes somehow helps me be a more rational human being (laughs) yeah i don't i think just acknowledging acknowledging it and naming it takes away some of the power maybe and i send you back to your the logical part of your brain maybe a lot of of one of the things we talked about in the group i was in was how feelings are not fact and that Mm -hmm. That was a that's a really hard thing for me <laughs> to grasp yeah. in general. And I think that's why I'm probably kind of an intense person too because mm-hmm. I've always I don't know how to lead <laughs> logically, I guess, mm-hmm. like with my head. And I've always just lived based on my feelings. And so mm-hmm. I've tr- I've been trying to be like, okay, I feel this way right now, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that's actually what's happening. Yeah. And that's not, it's not an easy thing to do. But, no, um, but I think that that's like, that's a big deal. I think that yeah. that's really good that, that, yeah, that you're doing that. I'm working on it. It seems helpful. A little bit. You know what else I think is helpful because I think she's helpful for everything? Yes. Is Brene Brown. <laughs> yes. Well, did you read all her books and it will help you with she's all the so things. Great, everyone, if you do not know her, you can just YouTube her and she has mm-hmm. got a bunch of talks on there. Her big famous TED talk is is, is really great. But yeah, the mm-hmm. books are I haven't okay, I can't speak exactly for the books. I've only read part <laughs> of one book because I because because I just have. That's what's happened, okay? She's got a podcast coming. Did you know that? Yes, I did see that. I was just I did see that. informed about that. So I am excited to listen to that. Mm-hmm. I've done four. I've done three of her books and I'm working on number four. I actually am just starting on all the way back to her very first book. And what I was just, the first one? They're very insightful. Um, it's called I Thought It Was Just Me. Oh. Sounds perfect, right? <laughs> Sounds right? like a great. I have never heard of that one. Huh. Yeah, I found it on, like, I have a library app. Yeah. I found it on there when I was just searching for her name, and I was like, um, yes, I will <laughs> read that immediately. Thank you. Yeah, yeah she's, she's... I think that she, that has been incredibly helpful for mm-hmm. a lot of the emotional stuff. Yeah, well, that whole, her whole line of the story I'm telling myself is, mm-hmm. that's such, the first time I, I, I listened to her a bunch of, just talks she's given or mm-hmm. interviews and that was one i heard and i was remember being like whoa that yep. kind of changes life things, changing doesn't it yeah like, it does it 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 definitely takes the weight off of difficult conversations a little more mm-hmm. makes them a little more rational i don't know but yeah yeah we highly recommend Brene brown yes she's a good one we love her yes very much um do you want to move on? Sure, we can talk about, uh, so we can get lighter here. So we've talked a little bit yeah. about intense relationships, but I think intensity also bleeds into, well, most aspects of our lives. Yeah, pretty much but, um, everything. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I didn't even know that this was a thing mm-hmm. until I started reading about ADHD, but I've always done it. And I think... I don't, it's called hyper-focus. So mm-hmm. it's where you just get into a state where you're just, you can just, 
It feels really good, by the way. <laughs> You're like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to work on this one thing. And you just get kind of, at least I do, get obsessed with whatever it is that I'm doing. And I do nothing mm-hmm. else but that thing. And a lot get of the, lost in And it. basically, if it's hyper-focus, you're doing it at the expense of other things, which mm-hmm. could mean a variety of things. So, for instance, I have this project I had been putting off for a while for my business stuff because I really need to do it because I need to get more mm-hmm. clients. Anyway, I finally got around to making myself start it. And once I finally, like, got into it, I was really into it. And so suddenly half the day was gone and I was, hadn't gone to the bathroom in, like, three hours because <laughs> I just didn't want to stop because that seemed like an interruption. So that's that's something or I will find, I, I like to eat a lot, okay? This is not, I don't mm-hmm. forget to eat, but it will be a thing where it's, like, uh, I don't I don't have time for dinner for this right now. So I will just yeah. run downstairs and I will get <laughs> this can of peanuts and six carrots and uh, <laughs> that thing of pretzels over there. And that is what I will eat. And it'll be great because I can eat it while I'm still sitting here doing whatever it is mm-hmm. that I am so focused on. Yeah. But now, I guess, since I'm more aware that this happens to me, um, <laughs> I will... Because I can easily stay up all night long to, f- to yeah. finish because the part that feels really good is not just finally being like, okay, I can focus on something and actually get this done. It's also finishing the stupid thing, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I won't want to stop until I'm finished. So I actually made yeah. myself like, I was like, all right, you're going to be done at nine o'clock mm-hmm. because... Well, okay, I said nine, but I didn't stop till ten. <laughs> Whatever. At least it was not three o'clock in the morning and, you know, lost sleep and whatever else. Right. But so there's You know, I th- go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, that go ahead. I don't remember. I was just gonna say I feel like hyper focus a lot of times is a product of procrastination. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which can be a problem because yeah. I think we talked about before how that's, like, such a reward. Mm. I mean, not in the normal sense, obviously. It's miserable. It feels (laughs) awful. Miserable. But your brain is, like, getting a reward out of this waiting and waiting waiting. And then all of a sudden you're, like, you do all the things. And you're, like, oh, my gosh, I did it so much better than if I would have, like, done it (laughs) the right way. Yeah, and I got this. And it it worked out really well. Mm -hmm. And then your brain's like, sweet, Good. do it again. A lot of this. times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I definitely agree there. Can relate there mm-hmm. so, ma- so many times. So many times. Yes. So many things that should have taken so much time. <laughs> hmm uh, so it kind of stinks, I think, because hyperfocus, I feel like, can be a really good thing. Yeah. But sometimes, like you're saying, like, and I know you've struggled with that in the past, like it gets to an unhealthy mm-hmm. point where you're not sleeping for days at a time mm. because I'm an, you can't stop doing doing what a thing that does need to be done, but <laughs> yeah. and that's I think needed to be done in a more healthy way. And that's the way I think I rationalize it most of the time. It's like, well, mm-hmm. this has to get done. So I might as well mm-hmm. do it right now because right now I'm thinking about it and I want to be doing it. So I better just use this time wisely. <laughs> right. But it, in the end, it does 
cause me to suffer. <laughs> yeah. Have you found any good workarounds for that? I mean, <laughs> I would say scheduling, but yeah. obviously that's not always a strong Schedule- point. Scheduling is definitely part of it. So, like, I find that because I am scheduling every day now, that mm-hmm. because I have the plan written down and I have blocks of time set in there specifically for everything I'm going to do mm-hmm. for the day, um, it does make me stop and think, okay, but I still have these other things that need to happen today. Right. And so that has kind of helped. At the same time, I'm not... at <laughs> uh, While the things are all on the day, mm-hmm. they never almost never happen when I set them to happen but they're happening Mm -hmm. and so that's something right (laughs) well your schedule is probably I mean it's good to be a little bit flexible so that's probably good I I feel like it could maybe help to have like I think we talked a while back about accountability yes like maybe someone to be like hey you're not taking very good care of yourself right now (laughs) yeah yeah, just checking in. That would be... I've never asked anyone to do that me for neither. me. It just I popped in my head that that could be a thing. It could that would be. be good for some people. I think I'm I'm resistant to it just because I don't want... <laughs> I don't want somebody to know. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't want you yeah. to know what I've been up to. That I just right. ate a half gallon of ice cream because I didn't bother eating and I haven't showered in four days I didn't bother with that because there wasn't any time Uh, my hair I'll just wear a hat (laughs) I don't need to wash my hair I've got more important things to do it's just (laughs) fine don't worry everything is fine Uh, I hate when summer comes then then I can't wear the hat anymore but you need to move to Canada well Maybe by summer you'll be able to put your hair up because I was going to say you just put your hair <laughs> right. up. Right. Use your dry shampoo. <laughs> right. That's it. Uh, I don't use dry yeah. shampoo. It doesn't work for me. No, I use um, hair look I use baby powder. Uh, you said that, but I, uh, you know, I Your never, hair is probably too dark. I think it is because even dry shampoo look, will make my hair gray. But to be honest, I've got enough grays at this point <laughs> that it probably wouldn't even matter. Probably well, looks natural. I don't even notice. It's getting bad. It's getting real I don't bad, even folks. See yours. They've been com- they've been coming them. in strong. I didn't notice them last time I saw you. <laughs> I pluck a lot of them out that are on the top. <laughs> I leave the ones underneath. I don't. I have like probably more than I notice, but I have one that is silver. That's mm-hmm. the only one I notice because it's silver, and every right. time I see also, it, also that's awesome. I want mine to be it's silver. It's like glittery and weird, and every time I see it, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a dog hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get, I'm like You're pulling like, oh, it. I'm like, nope, ah, that's, that's connected. Never mind. Something. <laughs> 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 Good times. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of this, (laughs) um, another thing that I think intensity can bring sometimes is uh, (laughs) intense distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And focusing on... Things that do not matter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, where should we start with this one? This is always good. Uh, I can tell my story from last week that... I was supposed to be working 
during the day. <laughs> Although I will say my kids were homesick with me, so that would have been very difficult. But that's really just an excuse that I'm giving myself. <laughs> I spent, I am not joking, the entire day looking through like Realtor.com and Zillow at every single <laughs> home in all of these areas. And I was like, you know, doing the whole thing, like you had to look at all the pictures for every single one and then go to the mortgage calculator and be like, oh, well, maybe, like, maybe if I did this, like, maybe this could work. And then at some point I'm like looking at these houses that are so outrageously out of my price range and I'm just like, why? It's like 6 p.m. and I'm like, dude, you have not done anything today. You've searched this a hundred times. You've seen the same things over and over. Like, why are you still looking? Because it's like the perfect it's like obsession. But the per- can't stop. Yeah, because the perfect one might be out there, and you might have yeah. missed it. So you have to look I at know, everything. The perfect deal. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, not good. The worst. It's the worst. I mean, I just did. What was I doing? Gotta think. Um. Oh. I'm trying. It's always like, uh, I should get this thing. Okay. <laughs> I'll just get it. And then I'll be like, well, I should probably see if there's any better versions of it. Right. So I better read the reviews on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So then I read all the reviews. Then I go on <laughs> another site and like, oh, well, it's a little cheaper here. Let me read all the reviews over here. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. I don't like that now. So let me go back. to. And it's just like this endless thing that usually in the end doesn't even matter. Half the time I don't even end up buying it at all. Right. Probably more than half the time. Or like it was a thing that you did not actually need, but it was like <laughs> well, interesting. Right, yeah. And also in your defense, reviews can be very entertaining. They can be very entertaining. <laughs> not always, but a lo- some of the time. Well, like since we're getting older, I was looking at today, today, I was looking at skincare stuff for oh, my face. Yep. And... I I am on that boat right now. I just as well. don't really know what to do exactly, but like I would like to get rid of dark circles and some things. Mm. So that's what I was mm-hmm. looking at, and I found myself like I there are a lot of things out there. That's oh yeah first first problem. <laughs> there are way too many options for me. And then yeah. the other one was that I, I wanted to read all the reviews, so I'd read them, and then mm-hmm. they. Some people put up, like, their before and after pictures, and I'd mm-hmm. sit there and study these pictures, like, okay, so this person, this is definitely improvement, this is great, but then the next person would be like, <laughs> look at this improvement, and then I couldn't even tell which one was the before or after, <laughs> just on and on, and I would, and I kept thinking to myself, mm. well, I wonder, maybe they were the paid reviewers, so then I start thinking about right. that, like, what if they got the product mm-hmm. for free, and so then mm-hmm. they just put a good review because of that, so maybe the reviews aren't accurate, <laughs> And it's just yeah. on and on. And then you can go read scientific research if you'd like. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't even I don't even know. And so then what a lot of the time, if I've gone that deep, what ends up happening is I just am overwhelmed by the amount right, of information. Don't do anything. Yes. The amount of yeah. information I've taken in about whatever this is. And then I just don't get anything. <laughs> that happens to me a lot when I sit down. I'll be like, I'm. I'm working. This is I'm sitting down at the computer. I'm going to work. And then like mm-hmm. I will look over what I'm about to do and then something pops in my head. I'm like, oh, I'll just, I just got to look it up really fast. Yeah. 
it's not gonna distract me and then it's like been an hour and I'm like oh no that was not what I was supposed to do <laughs> I know so that's definitely one one version of distraction intense distraction and it's one of those things that can go for days like mm-hmm. and I can't a lot of the time I I can't stop thinking about whatever it is Mm -hmm. until I have decided what I am going to do about it like and so for example here's a good one that's played out over like two years which is absolutely ridiculous but it just happened I we have dogs we have cats I want a rug I've always wanted like a rug in our house we've tried rugs a million times the cats sharpen their nails on it Mm -hmm. Then the dogs get it dirty and it's hard to clean. And by the end, the rug just ends up a big gross mess and we have to get rid of it. That's what happens to rugs in this house. Anyway, I started seeing these (laughs) ads like two years ago for this company called Ruggable. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I kept looking at it. I want one. (laughs) This is years, years of researching this. Like, okay, but... Are the cats going to sharpen their nails on it? Because I don't want to spend that much on a rug. And people are like, this is a really affordable $200, $400 rug. And I'm thinking, I can't spend that. They're not affordable rugs. I've never spent that on rugs. because You can go to Target and spend not even half that. And that's the thing that sucks about (laughs) it. Exactly. Every time I look at it, I'm like, but you can wash it. So let me tell you. (laughs) After two years of looking at them all the time and like stocking them on weekends where stores have sales and whatever uh, and mm-hmm. and searching them everywhere this has been lots <laughs> so much time invested in this i finally found one for under a hundred bucks through target what? and got How? it well it's oh, i don't know probably gosh. one of I'm their so jealous right one now. of their like probably prints they don't sell anymore or whatever okay it's not the prettiest thing but I thought, you know what? For this price, I would like, mm-hmm. I feel okay trying it finally. Yeah. And it is really awesome, by the way. <gasps> I knew it. The cats do not I knew it would care be. about it. <laughs> it's really easy to pick on and up, you know, pick up and move. Yeah. And, and I haven't actually washed it yet, but it they say it's pretty stain resistant. And it is. Mm-hmm. I've seen marker on there already. Oh, gosh. And all kinds of food and things. And it comes mm-hmm. right off every single time. I see. I need it. I know. I need it in my life. See, now tomorrow, I'm just going <laughs> to be looking sorry. at rugs. I'm sorry. I know what I've done. And then I'm like, see, well, look, you could do a payment plan. Because I was like, I could get this really <laughs> big one. It's only like $500. <laughs> but it's, it's such a, a deal. Problem, right? But they're literally like. And I'm sure if you've looked at this at all, then you know nobody else makes this rug. No one. It does not exist. Right. You know? They're the only brand that carries it. The, a washable, large rug. Mm-hmm. Every parent homeowner's and they dream. Look so, they look so great. And there's so many patterns. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, look through billions of pages of yes. patterns and decide what rug you're not actually <laughs> getting but that you think you will. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And it only takes hours of your day. Right. So Target took a load off go. my shoulders with deciding on a pattern because they only had one. So I didn't have to decide. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, generally talk back to our usual distraction, TV and shows. Oh. We can be pretty intense with that. 
TV might have been my one true love. <laughs> it really... It's so unfortunate. When I start talking to people about TV, I don't even realize. <laughs> I feel like I honestly don't actually watch that much. But the catch is mm-hmm. this. Is that when I am when I am doing things mm-hmm. that I where I find myself alone or my child is happily entertained in another mm-hmm. room and I have to like slog through putting 6,000 loads of laundry away, I will watch something. So Mm -hmm. it's like half, it's maybe 75% watching because sometimes I'm looking at it. I'm definitely listening to it. And I don't, I don't know what once I start a show and if I even mildly like it for the most part, I will watch the whole thing until it is over. And I can't, like, I can't stop. I can't just stop watching it because that'd be insane. (laughs) So. Right. Of course. Yeah, I don't. And what's really weird is if I actually intentionally go to sit down to watch something, I am not like that at all. I will shut something off within the first five minutes if I'm not totally into it. I have Mm -hmm. to be 100% all in if I'm actually going to sit down without anything like without doing something and watch something do you remember when we lived together that we would start like a hundred movies on netflix it was before netflix was actually that good Uh (laughs) and like so we would like watch the beginnings of like 20 (laughs) movies yes we'd be like nope 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 gotta gotta find a new one yeah i definitely (laughs) i'm still still like that so it's easy (sighs) the good part about not having cable tv is that I actually will have to make a decision on what to watch and I get frustrated with trying to figure it out a lot of time and end up not watching something. Yeah, it's like there's too much. Right, which is really, so it's just when I am in that weird state where if, it's, it's just really, I feel like I'm contradicting myself. So I, mm-hmm. I will watch stuff like crazy, but it's only if I'm half watching it. <laughs> If, I get that. If I'm using my full attention and sitting on the couch and like, okay, I'm gonna watch something and I'm not gonna, Ooh, that's hard. I'm not gonna do anything else. Well, then, then it has to be really interesting and mm-hmm. all these other things have to happen. But if it's some random crap thing, that's just like, <laughs> I don't have to think about really hard. Mm-hmm. Then, I, then I'll just go as long as I can I do other stuff while I'm half watching it good to go but yeah that's one of those intense distractions that i think is weird probably (laughs) yeah i know i get a lot of i get some flack for that at home (laughs) like maybe you would be better like these things would get done if you weren't didn't have the tv on i'm like leave me alone i mean they might (laughs) (laughs) it makes it more enjoyable to do these things yes because it is really hard for me to get myself to do the things yeah I've been watching a lot of TV while on the treadmill lately. Yeah. See, I think that's otherwise I would not. I would not. I was for a while. (laughs) I was doing really good and I was like, oh, listening to podcasts and like watching all my Brene Brown YouTube videos. (laughs) (laughs) But then I lost it and I started watching crap TV again. So yeah, see, that's where I am. (laughs) That's really funny. We're in the same state because I do the same thing. Like, oh, and listen to all this smart stuff all the time. Yeah. And then. Learning all kinds of things. And then it's back to TLC's (laughs) Unexpected with teen girls and their babies. (laughs) That's what I've been up to, everyone. 
And there's all his Grey's Anatomy. There's 6,000 seasons of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Well, I haven't watched that, so thank you. I'm sorry. That's a problem. I'm sorry. But you know what? The first <laughs> three seasons of that are totally worth it. Then after that, I don't know what happened. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. But I did, I did watch that show from the start, and it is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But also, I am very aware it is not good <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it is not good anymore. It doesn't even make but any we, sense. We like lots of not good things, and I mean, we're okay true. with it. I've decided at this point in my life that I don't, I'm not apologizing no. for any crappy things that I like. <laughs> you know what? I like a lot of really good things. I like a lot of, like, yeah. hipstery, indie, whatever. <laughs> that music, doesn't mean they're movies, good. Whatever. But you know what else? I also don't give a crap if I'm going to listen to some terrible music and i will be like you know what i'm gonna sing this really loud and i do not care (laughs) that's right that's right no so good to get old i gotta tell you that is those things are really fun like when we we went to the i went to the gym the other day Mm -hmm. and i take my son with me and i'm all by myself that's a story for another time anyway so (laughs) why why you can go to the gym and be all by yourself but anyway Mm -hmm. Uh, we were, we played Frozen. That was my cool workout oh, nice. workout session the other day. Frozen Two soundtrack, and we were singing, and it was very exciting. And you know what? I do like the Frozen Two soundtrack. Yeah, I, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I, me too. I think that's great. It's not the greatest music to work out to, but well, you know, whatever. Perhaps not. I was but. feeling it. <laughs> good times. It's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, <sighs> well. This is pretty long. <laughs> yeah. I should probably wrap this up now. And we were worried that we wouldn't make it to 30 minutes on this subject. I know. <laughs> we should know ourselves better than that. Yeah, apparently <laughs> we do not. We underestimate no. our ability to talk forever. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it was enjoyable for everyone. Yes. Appreciate everyone listening. Yeah, please keep it up. Um, uh, check us out. We do have a Twitter now. Yeah. At Holy Happy. Our on. website is not quite up, but it will be again soon. We are going to be on a regular recording and release schedule. We've, we've mm-hmm. put it together. So once a month. There we go. We're starting. Yep. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All righty. Well, thanks for listening. You might be holy, but you can still be happy. Mm-hmm.